Welcome to Colney Talk Podcast. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Colney Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Alec. I consider this consider this a bite-sized podcast. Here I'll be talking about Arsenal football games, post-match highlights, and top three players in the game, and one other player lacking energy, gun missing, needing to keep things tight, or pulling up the socks. Um, you know, this podcast really, it's more like, uh, you know, just a quick uh, summary of the game. And I just want to focus on more of the positives and, and positives and, you know, uh, trying to look at the game as a whole where the team the team is growing. The, the players that really stand out above the rest are really highlighted. Um, and I just kind of put it in a format where there's just top three players and then that other player, that one player that, um, you know, needs to really step up the game and, and, and you know, that's just about it so you know welcome again if it's your first time listening to the show this is how the format is really going to be again i'm your host alex and um let's get started so the first game of the season uh crystal palace arsenal you know was really an exciting game leading up to the season first match we know like uh, we played with them previously um last year uh, last season and we we really remember the last uh, results we got from them wasn't really the best um just really gave us a lot of things to really look into coming to the season, how we would, you know, strengthen the uh, midfield defensively, relying on um, party to really uh, be the stronghold there was never going to be the answer going, coming in, coming back into the season. We needed to get someone to help support that. Um, so we, we started up the game well, looking at it, um, it just really stood out with high intensity. Everyone really, f- the flow of the game was just magnificent. Um, there was just this confidence of how they were playing. And I'll mention this again. I'll mention this in my subsequent podcast where they were playing in threes. It almost felt like that's the formation of how their minds are flowing with where their exit is in terms of ball passing. And it just really built that confidence for them and it's this their decision making. So, you know, overall, the game was really a very... Um, tight and intensive game I, I would I'll be out I'd admit Crystal Palace are not really the you know um lower teams that you would think that they may be or well I know they're not really that but they really came ready for this game playing at home Crystal Palace it's never an easy ground I remember and I've heard so many people say that so um it was a very very exciting game nervy at times really nervy when we got caught up in different positions and uh great saves to just keep us in the game because one goal on the other side would have turned things around so um yeah so for this now i'm going to talk about the top three and then the one other player and just before i get into that this one other player outside of the top three may not just be may not be bad could just be lacking something or was just a bit off you know in the sevens and the eights you know when you have all the ratings for this players but you know my way of avoiding that or just making it so convoluted is just calling out this one player who I feel uh, either wasn't really there or had the best, you know, missed chances or things like things that would have made him either be in the top three or just done his standard job of playing really well and uh, being good with the rest of the other players. So for this game, the top three players are Saliba, 
Jacques and Jesus. Odegaard is the other player that needed another gear for that game. Even though he played well, there were just moments when he just got cut out. He missed out clear shots and was a, he was the main target of the press. Now, that's not a consequence of being the other player, but he really would have done more to become one of the top three or not. But he just didn't stand out much because I guess he, in a sense, they targeted him to not get the ball as much. Um, he did impose himself in some ways. He did move around really well but just when he had those chances to convert them he just didn't do that so uh, that's an example of why he's the other player so I'll start with Saliba you know his defending was so very alert his physicality I mean was just in this game was very standout shut down the right side of the, the right side of Palace's offense you could see how calm he was on the ball the calming effect he gave that back line is very clear I, I, you hear that with so many other people talking about this over the show social media um and then you know in this i'll give a credit to ben white you know defending Zaha because he's no easy player to defend you can see that he's very you can you can see he's very physical he plays tough he moves for for, for a guy that size ben white really stepped up to that matchup for uh right back which is now his primary position so you know uh the poise in saliba's distribution from the back it was just so clean he, he just seemed like he had been in this team for over two years which he wasn't you know just slotted right in played really well and i repeat for someone this age as a defender playing at this level it's not normal it is not normal so you know all credit to saliba and he really played very well in the back line just slotted right in and just doing the job and really giving ben white that confidence to go forward and really uh, play his game in fact it almost felt like he gave ben white a little bit more authority to really put his whole defensive prowess on zaha so that was really good he's caught the calm effect and the ability to shift gears when he was able to move in and clean balls that were just loose you know they needed to have a hefty release on you know having to play in different moments in that back line there were nervy times and he came in and he's swept up he was very alert you know he, when he got to the ground to clear the balls he really did it in a, in a smooth way not just getting off the, just got getting on the ground quickly and you know you would think that that was his main way of defending but no as i mentioned he gave ben a lot of confidence and looking at the passes you know by saliba it just only can get better i mean it's just amazing you know balls that, that were in the box he just handled them really well he cleared all the headers so it really helps that he's, he's, he's a tall guy so saliba and gabriel at the back when it comes to headers uh, uh, heading the balls or kick, you know throwing the balls in the box i think we're okay there really okay so um that's one of that's one of the players there um Xhaka was one of the top three I must admit I did not see Xhaka as a boxer box midfielder it's always said that that's what he is this was the first time it came to fruition you know relatively speaking in, in the game he was getting to the box trying to you know take shots you know really doing midfielder would do I didn't see I don't think anyone imagined him doing that so um he really came alive in that game and as I mentioned earlier with the movements and the passes he created this you know passing coordination with Zinchenko and Martinelli and he flourished really really well in that in that side of the game I think his passing presence really helped absorb the midfield pressure for from Palace because they really brought it Palace were really known for bringing the pressure once you put put us on the back foot you make mistakes they catch you on the wrong side and they can just take take advantage from there so really um give credit to Xhaka really making sure that we were clean and we were really out of danger when it came to some of those 
midfield pressure, which they really did extensively, first half and second half. We learned from our previous games against Palace how they bossed the midfield, how they can just, you know, cut off the channels for um, Odegaard or, or not even make a party really present in the, in, in the midfield. We learned from, from our lessons in the previous games and we try to adjust. And I think we did a very good um, game or we just handled it pretty well and just absorbing a lot of that pressure. Well, I wouldn't say we did it perfectly, but I think we, we did a good job there. Um, I wish we were very dominant in that area because it's always a thing of a pride when you see your midfield really bossing the game, moving things around, dictating how passes can really get through. Again, Xhaka did that in this game, really not bossing the game, but you know, absorbing some of that and really moving the ball forward, sending sending those uh, channels for Martinelli to push back and, and get those, uh, those crosses in and trying to make some shots, which... He did a few times, um, and Jaka did drop back as well, you know, to cover for Zinchenko, you know, and that was very critical when when he's switching up play and and going forward. He just just you know he just did that, and you know I think he he takes home one of those top spots. But I'll say for this game, he just is flopping. He need, needs to do some work. I think he needs to get some theatric going on there. Um, but I'm sure he, they made fun made fun of him in the um, training session after the game. Now my my other player, uh, Gabriel Jesus. I mean he he was the engine of the game since he joined he's been so infectious so energetic he presses like a man with a with a hair on fire i mean he plays so well like he has been there again we're just or let's just say it's the excitement but he, he just he the commitment to the ball the press off and off the off on and off the ball the way he would battle with defenders bigger than him and he would really win those battles and, and keep the ball i mean i can't say enough about about him. his movement in the box he can be the decoy his passes you know this is just this is a credit to who he is as a player. He's just so good. And when I mean infectious, he brings this swagger of I'm going to score or I'm doing something. I'm going to cause some havoc in this box. And you all are coming with me. And I, and I mean, he's coming in with Martinelli. He's coming in with um, Odegaard. He's coming in with, you know, Saka and even Xhaka too. So they they really came in from the you know forward side of this game coming to cause problems. He did that. A couple of shots were really blocked. You know, like Harry misses that would have gone in either way but you could just see it it was just evident as day anyone just watching the game would say who is this guy in this position and what is he and he, he was very clear with that and he takes the third spot for my top three players and now that guy the other guy you know was Odegaard he needed that other gear I mean his passes were good but he got cut out you know lose you know ball washing is in the box which obviously is not his position but the way they switched out things and you know in his, in his moment of marking as a when that pass was slotted in it would have been another clear go that you know would have caused us more problems and putting us in more pressure which we already were um he had another opportunity to just shoot yes granted it wasn't his his left foot but he could have at least tried to do that easier said than done i get it but that that was not a thing to make a pass in that moment before making that shot and it didn't come out on top so um yeah that was just one of those things that you would call out and then you know knowing that he was going to be the victim of being pressed in the midfield he didn't really come out squeaky clean being pressed resistant usually he does that the way he moves around and finds other pockets which he usually does so it's its first game so um i'll i wouldn't really be so hard on him in that um he has to remember he does definitely remember the, the last meeting against palace Odegaard was shut out completely shut out couldn't really do anything he, got, he was gone missing there was a good amount of him a good amount of opportunities where he would have had um an outlet which would involve Xhaka, Nelly or Saka but um it just didn't really work out 
so much but those are how Yuli turned out for the game so yeah that those are my those are my top threes and, and my one other nominee for the other guy for the game um as i mentioned this is my bite-sized b- podcast uh you're listening to colony talk podcast uh, again i'm your host alex and uh, thank you for listening and i'll catch you on the next one Bye-bye.